Welcome to What Did We Just Read, a podcast where two best friends break down and give their thoughts about a book each week. This week we read Remote Control by Nettie Okorafor, a thrilling sci-fi story of community and female empowerment about a girl transformed into Death's adopted daughter and her journey of self-discovery. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Welcome back. What's up? You did it again. I did. You just like the way that that sounds? It just sounds? comes so naturally. Okay. Yeah, it just well. comes so naturally. I mean, I don't have to do it every time, but I just, you know, I enjoy it. It inspired you. It did. What's up? How's it going? I don't know. I'm just feeling kind of uh, not my best mentally. I feel like I've said that every podcast. Like, I, every podcast, I'm yeah. like, I don't feel the best mentally, and also my throat is fucking up. <laughs> and also my throat. <clears throat> so Yeah, I feel like I, I, I also say the same thing every podcast, where I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing too hot this week. Hey, guys. Uh, full disclosure, this is us. <laughs> This is just who we are as people. This is what you get. Bad mental health issues abound. No, actually. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Today was, I mean, my mental health has not been great, um, but yeah. I feel pretty good today, honestly. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually on vacation this week <gasps> because if I didn't take a vacation, I was going to quit my job. Oh, that's fair. I <laughs> I had to I had to take like a little mini uh get away yeah i um i would also like to take I'm, i was talking with my therapist about it today where i was like i need to take a break but uh i'm just at a point in my job we're doing onboarding right now so it's a little hard to just like try and take like a a, a few days off in the middle of onboarding it's not easy yeah i can imagine how it wouldn't be easy so i might have to wait until um eh, maybe like sometime like middle of july i'll try and like schedule some time away yeah I mean, it's always nice to just take a little getaway, even if it's just at your home. Oh, yeah. I might. It might just be a staycation because I don't know if man's going to yeah. want to go anywhere. Did you do anything fun this weekend? Uh, this weekend? Um, not that I can think of, no. You piece of shit. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> what did you do this weekend? No, yeah, this weekend. Uh, this weekend, I actually hung out with you and all of our friends yeah. for your husband's birthday. So that was really fun. Indeed. I rented out a theater, the Broad Theater in New Orleans. If you're in the area, you should go to the Broad Theater. It's a local small theater. Um, it was really nice, actually. Very was, nice. That was my first time ever going to the Broad Theater, actually. Yeah, it's actually a pretty great theater, and it's nice to support local business. Um, but we rented out the theater, and we watched – Jurassic Park because Jurassic Park came out the same week that my husband was born, <laughs> which was fun, and uh, it was especially fun that um, because everybody had seen it, we got to just like yell at the at the screen and just make dumb jokes the whole yeah. time <laughs> and goof off. It was great. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't put us out to be honest. <laughs> to be like, hey, yeah. you guys are being really loud. We were really loud at some points, like Jeff <laughs> when Jeff Goldblum. Uh, when he breaks his leg and he's laying and his shirt's just open for no reason and we all just, yeah. like, cheered. Yeah, everyone knows the scene we're talking about. Yeah, if you haven't. And if you don't, you're too young. If you're, yeah, if you don't, you're too young for us. For us, yeah. <laughs> Definitely too young because the movie came out before either of us was born. Hey, not not that, not, let's, not that far before we were born. Um, Can't believe it. At least like a year and a half for me. Yeah. Only. It's like six months. Yeah. Yeah. Like six months for you. But no, it was a blast. Had a great, had a great time. I'm really glad that we did that. And um, we are getting old. 
Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> this was yeah. this was like a pretty much a dry a dry day. Like I think we had like a drink. We all had like a drink. Oh, I had half of a drink at the theater. Yeah, you had like a margarita or something. Oh yeah, I had a drink at the theater. I forgot. Yeah, and then I made a margarita at home, but I just had that yeah. one drink. But like twelve o'clock hit, and all of us were like flagging. Just like I can't do this. I'm so <laughs> tired. <laughs> and then just like woke up and just. It it felt like a I've never had a hangover, but it just felt like a hangover yeah. in terms of like I think I just I slept for like three hours on Sunday. I I didn't I didn't have a hangover. I didn't feel like I had a hangover, but I, I just I was exhausted. I slept until eleven on Sunday, which is like not normal for me. <clears throat> Usually I'm up at like seven thirty, yeah, like eight o'clock at the latest. But I slept until eleven, and then I didn't even want to get up after that. Yeah, I was like it was. It took effort. I woke up at like, I think I woke up at like my normalish time. I think I woke up at like ten. But you know, I gotta feed the the kitty because he'd be locked in his room and he'd be hitting that door. But then yeah. I just napped on the couch. I think from like one to five, <laughs> and then I had to be like, Manny, we don't have any Solid food nap. for dinner. What are we gonna eat? So we ordered um, Mediterranean food. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It was a good weekend, though. Yeah, it was It was solid. Uh, I enjoyed it. I just don't know why we get so tired now, staying up late. It's because we're old. I don't feel old. <laughs> I don't feel old until my back and my knees start hurting, and I'm like, yeah. all right, you got to calm down, sir. Yeah, I don't feel old except for my knees and my back and my mental health issues, and I'm tired all the time. <laughs> and I'm tired all the time. And my throat and sounds I... like this. <laughs> and I can't stay up that late anymore. And, yeah. You know, I enjoy my sleep. Yeah. I'm just I started knitting. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> you picked up knitting. And puzzles. <laughs> picked up knitting and puzzles. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> just embrace it at this point. That's all you can do, really. Okay. Well, <laughs> 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 just fell asleep right now but then after all that it was back to business as usual yeah unfortunately and uh unfortunately and what did we uh what did we read this week my uh we read remote control by Nettie okafor i just thinking yeah. i had to cough um i didn't but i was like oh i should mute myself but then i was like wait a minute i can't like it doesn't do anything if i mute myself on discord because then i'm just i'm still coughing on the recording yeah. well fuck it i guess until i get a new until I get a new microphone, uh, I'm just going to fucking cough on you guys. <laughs> That's fair, I guess. Uh, so this week we read Remote Control by... Nettie Okafor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we read Remote Control by Nettie Okafor. It's Okorafor. Okorafor. Yeah, which was actually, you know, I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Shortest book we've read. It was, in fact, the shortest book we read. I think you said it's like half the length of like all our other books. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one was like 150-something pages. All the other ones were like 360 over that, maybe. And I was like, yeah, this is nice. I, I knocked this one out in a day. Yeah. It was pretty nice. It, we, got to, we got to read it fresh. Yeah. As opposed to, to fresh. as opposed to last week, <laughs> where the episode we recorded, we hadn't read the book in two weeks. This one, we both yeah. read it today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's just fresh in the noggin. Yeah, I don't know what it was about. <laughs> yeah. 
I have no idea what this book is about. Well, could that that's why we're here. We're going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. We're going to tell you what it was about. Tell me about it. So we start off by meeting uh, a girl named uh, Sankofa. Sankofa? Do you know what Sankofa is? Uh, it's a bird. I know. It, okay, so it's uh, this is from Wikipedia. I kind of have an idea of what Sankofa is, but um, it means to retrieve. Like it literally means go back and get, or to like fetch. <clears throat> it's like a like it's like um, it's often associated with the pro- with a proverb that translates to "It's not wrong to go back for that which you have forgotten." Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I almost read the the proverb, but I it's I'm not gonna butcher uh twee. <laughs> That's fine. I respect it. Didn't feel like doing that. But yeah, that's what it means. <laughs> that's where it comes from. It's like this, like, you know, concept in Ghana. Thank you for that little lesson you just taught us. You're welcome. She's also, <clears throat> so she's, she, we, 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 we meet uh, Senkofa and she is <clears throat> walking into a town in Ghana. That's where this is taking place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's with her, her little fox <clears throat> companion, uh, move and pick. Everyone loves a nice animal companion. Yeah. A lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. When we meet her, we know that there is clearly something going on with her. Mm-hmm. You know, she goes into town and people are like grabbing their kids and like <laughs> running away from her, basically. Hide, hide your wife, hide your kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hide your kids, hide your wife. Also, she's glowing. So yeah. there's that. She's, grow- she's, go- she's, <laughs> she's glowing like green. Yeah, she's glowing a green color. While she's in the town, she ends up uh, making her way to like the largest house in the whole town Mm -hmm. also throughout this whole book i didn't really i know it's set in the future oh yeah but i don't know the exact like time like exact year you know what i mean yeah we don't get the exact year but it's it's clearly set in the future well it's clearly set in the future because they mention 2020 in it yeah so like i was like oh okay i i honestly like I've never read anything that was Afro-futuristic before. Neither have I. This is my first book. I was like, I have no concept of like what Afro-future is. So like, it just seemed like, I was like, is this present day? It could also be the past. I have honestly no clue. Yeah. Because um, they talk about like people having phones and texting and like television, things like that. But like, I think some people would have the idea that like, oh, it can't be like today because they don't have that in Africa. And it's like, well, you're just wrong. <laughs> Expand your <laughs> You're horizons. just not correct. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, like you said, they mentioned 2020 in the book at one point, And that kind of like <laughs> blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so where do we leave off? Oh, yeah. So she goes, she goes to the, the largest. Uh, <laughs> to the nicest house. Yes. She goes to the largest house and she comes across a family that's having like the Christmas Eve dinner, I think it is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when she gets there, they welcome her because everyone's scared of her because. Yeah. <laughs> she's glowing and they they've heard her stories they heard all the stories that they uh people told about her i thought i thought it was funny when she knocked on the door um she said it is me death has come to visit that's how, yeah. that is how she greets them to be like open the door hey it's me death <laughs> open your door <laughs> hey hey ghost it's me your boy that's death. kind of badass yeah <laughs> super badass though uh <laughs> so at the house we meet uh a bunch of people but most importantly we meet edgar and uh yay i think her name is mm-hmm. which are the two kids of the house didn't even write their names down <clears throat> and when edgar meets uh sankofa 
he's like enamored. He's like, this, yeah, this is pretty cool. I've heard this. stories about you. This is awesome. <laughs> but Ye's a little bit more reserved. She's like, I don't want to be here. This is, yeah. this is bullshit. Because Sankofa's like, uh, she's like eating. She has them bring her food. Um, and she's eating and she's like, I'm a little bored. Can you guys bring the kids out? They wake these kids up to come eat with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're sleeping. They come on their pajamas. Yeah. Which is like, that sucks. Yeah, that's unfortunate. You you woke me up to to meet death. I don't like that. Yeah. I wanted to Santa. <laughs> I don't want that. I wanted to meet Santa. It's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> wanted to meet wanted to meet Santa. Not death. <sighs> this is the worst. So <laughs> when she's meeting with Edgar and all of them, uh I think Edgar asked her to like show him the glow that she can do. Mm-hmm. Uh so she does it and everybody's like Oh, this is this bit. <laughs> like, everyone's like all weirded out by it. Yeah. But Edgar's like, this is awesome. This He's is like, great. I love, love this. It. And then after she spends some time with the family, you know, talks to him and whatnot, <laughs> she ends up leaving mm-hmm. to continue her journey. And on her way out, the gateman like chases her down. And he's like, uh, do you remember my brother's name? He's like, do you remember uh, all the names of the people you killed? And she's like, yeah. And he goes to shoot her and she glows and basically in- incinerates this man. Yeah, he is no more. I think there's like a bone left. It's just, yeah, there's just like a bone. And she's like, all right, bye. Well, no, <laughs> before she leaves, she's like, yeah, I remember uh, your brother. Uh, he was dying of cancer mm-hmm. and his family and everyone asked me to, you know, take his pain away so i did yeah and then that's that's when the guy dies and turns to ash basically yep she just fucking dust that man yeah she, she thanos this dude so super hard so then we come to meet a little girl named fatima yeah when we meet her she's like five and she's got malaria like all the time mosquitoes yeah, are always constantly. always on her i am glad i don't live on the continent of africa because mosquitoes also love me well, it was like two weeks ago that i got I'm sorry. i got eight mosquito bites five of them on one Jesus. foot i had five mosquito bites on one foot and then like one on the other foot and then like one on each calf i don't really get bit by mosquitoes like when i think about it every now and again i'll, I'll catch like a bite or two but not really every time i get bit by mosquitoes it's it's never like one bite it's always like i get like five so i would have hella malaria <laughs> hella malaria dude Mm -hmm. so she's like she's like super sickly and uh but she likes to and she mostly like entertains herself like she loves playing with dirt and stuff yeah and she also likes to like i guess her grandpa's like super into stars and so she gets really into stars and so she starts like drawing constellations in the dirt uh and like reimagining them renaming them to cooler names yeah she calls them her skywards yeah (laughs) and then one night uh at, this is like um uh, some time after her grandpa's passed there's a meteor shower that happens mm-hmm. or <laughs> as her brother uh her brother calls it a meaty shower yeah which i thought was hilarious very accurate for children <laughs> i mean yeah very accurate and during this meteor shower a meteor falls and lands at the base of uh, the tree that she really like she climbed her family's shade tree yeah her family like owns like a shea farm and there's like one in her yard that she's always like climbing all over getting inside <laughs> getting inside that tree i didn't quite understand i mean is is like afrofuturistic and so like it doesn't need to make sense yeah but like a meteor falls and it like lands at the base of this tree 
and she like hops down to be like oh cool let me look at this and it's like super hot and so she's like ah and it burns her and she drops it and then it just like gets swallowed into the ground (laughs) yeah it just fucks off into the ground (laughs) yeah (laughs) just fucks off and then the next year like her i think the next year's when her grandpa dies uh and she's sitting on her tree and it comes back up in a in a box it (laughs) (laughs) it comes up in a box yeah and she (laughs) she like opens it and she takes the the seed out or what looks like a seed Mm -hmm. and it just like releases a green mist yeah and she like breathes it in and (laughs) inhales it yeah but uh (laughs) as only a child does she's just like oh cool she's like i mean she's like six at this point so she's just like oh yeah totally normal that the seed came up in a perfectly formed openable box wooden box (laughs) she's just like thanks this tree just gave me a gift this is awesome yeah she's like i am blessed (laughs) (laughs) i'm blessed living my best life this is great yeah (laughs) and after that she was seemingly just cured of her malaria and she never got it again like from that point on she never Never gets never gets malaria again yeah (laughs) (laughs) also like a year after uh she gets to see it or whatever she's talking to it to her parents and like her parents are telling people and her brother's telling people and they're like, oh, she's so imaginative. She's so, yeah, she's doing all this. She's got this seed. She talks to it. It's great. Yeah. She says that the seed came to her from like the tree gave her the seed. Crazy. Girl, you crazy, girl, you crazy, crazy little girl. <laughs> <laughs> so after a year passes, she's in the tree again and she ends up seeing this politician guy that she's seen on TV. Yeah. There talk, talking to her parents. And a man with an eye patch comes to her and tries to talk to her out of a tree. And, like, he ends up being an asshole. And he's like, I shouldn't have came to your dirty fucking village anyway, dude. I'm going to go steal your, uh, yeah. <laughs> your he co- seed now. He comes up to her. He's like, hey, I want your seed. And she's like, it's mine. I don't want to give it to you. And he's like, I didn't have to ask anyway. You're seven. Fuck off. I'm going to go take your seed anyway. And he does. Yeah, he just goes and takes it. Yeah, and she's she feels kind of betrayed because, like, her parents are just like, she's like, he took my seed. And her dad's like. Dude gave us hella money. You get a new dress. She was actually kind of um she was actually kind of cool once they gave her the dress. She was like, "Oh, I guess this isn't so bad. This is fine, I guess." Yeah. She's like, "This isn't so bad. I got a new dress out of it. That's cool." Yeah, her parents don't even think it's like a seed. They're just like, it's just a, her dad calls it a dried date." He just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he just they just don't believe her. Yeah, he's like, like, "Yeah, your your little your little dried date is your little uh, your little raisin." <laughs> Made us hella money. Hella bread. And then it's like the next day, her parents get a call, and apparently the dude with the eye patch um, somehow was just like, hey, politician man, I'm going to steal your shoes, your wallet, <laughs> all your money, and this fucking, this fucking peach. And this seed. The seed. He just straight up, <laughs> he just straight up fucking robs this man. In broad daylight. Just, in broad daylight and just goes away. Yeah. That's so funny. So, after they find out about the politician being robbed, uh, Fatima's she's feeling she's feeling weird. Mm-hmm. You know, she's feeling like uh, lightheaded and fatigued. Yeah, and hot. She's feeling really hot. I guess malaria symptoms, but she 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 knows it's not malaria because well aware. She says, "Yeah, she's well aware it's not malaria." She says, because it feels like the heat is coming from her, from inside of her. Yeah. I think one of the symptoms of malaria is just like 
sweating fever. She's like, no, yeah. this is a, this is an inside heat. Because her mom like, yeah, you know, she's like, mom, I don't feel well. And her mom like puts her hand on her forehead and she's like, you're fine. <laughs> she's, she's like, you're fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So she goes to her brother. Don't worry about it. And apparently this has been, this has happened before because she told her brother it's happening again. And so they go to the local mosque and he, he makes her grab like wasps. Yeah. And <laughs> I guess she's killing the wasps. Like she's grabbing them and glowing on them and they're dying. Yeah. After and her brother, stick, of course. her brother's like, like, she's like, she could tell that it wasn't like, a part, she was like, a part of her knew that her brother's requests weren't right. She wasn't a science experiment and she hated the pain. Like, he's just like doing like, <laughs> she's just like, I don't feel good again. And he was like, all right, I guess we'll go grab some wasps. Like, this is medicine. <laughs> grab that bee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, grab that bee. I don't know how old her brother is, but he's like, he's a few years older than her. So, so he's uh, like seven, then he's probably yeah, he's like, like three years. He, he's like 11. <laughs> and so it's just really yeah. funny that he's just like, this is medicine. You just grab bees and you should yeah. feel better. <laughs> just let that grab that bee and see if anything works. Yeah. Nothing happens with the first with the first wasp. And so she, he's like, we'll grab another one. She's like, it hurts so bad. And he was like, do it. <laughs> this is it. Do you want to feel better or not? <laughs> do you want my medicine or not? <laughs> do it. <laughs> um so while they're grabbing bees <laughs> her dad ends up like coming to the mosque because it's almost prayer time and he sends them to go get him some cigarettes yeah because that's even in the future that's a thing that you can do in <laughs> in ghana yeah. just send an 11 year old to go buy cigarettes yeah <laughs> i guess so so her and her brother make their way down to the to market and they're crossing the street. I don't remember why she stopped. She stopped for some reason. She saw like a big like he cross like her brother like crosses the street and she saw like a big car like a big like van coming. Van truck thing coming. And so she didn't feel comfortable crossing the road. And so, you know, he turned around and he's like like what are you doing? Let's go. Let's let's, let's do this. Yeah. It's and like, it's like a on. it's like a very busy road. Like cars are going back and forth. There's it they're not stopping. It's a lot of cars. They're going yeah, back and yeah, forth yeah. real fast. Uh, they're not going to stop. So she like literally has to run across the street. Um, and so he's like, you can do it. Like, let's go. And so she um, she starts to cross the street. She tries to start running. And, and then the line is just, she sees a BMW coming towards her. And then Fatima was flying. Yeah. She <laughs> in just the air. gets <clears throat> flying floating she gets yeah. nailed by this bmw yeah and she's floating and she eventually hits the ground and everyone's like oh my god did everyone just see this girl get hit by this car and everyone's running over to her yeah and she starts to like that's when she feels the the pain like for a second she's like oh like whew, weird that was odd and then she just feels the pain of getting hit by a fucking car going full speed <laughs> yeah you just got knocked by a car yeah and so then she could like she's all, she's already in pain uh and so she like could feel something like happening to her and she was on fire and she was green also uh and she can hear her brother still glowing yeah still glowing she can hear her brother crying and then a woman yelled and is like what is like happening and then everything kind of just goes silent when she opened her eyes she gasped everyone was asleep her brother lay on the street the woman who must have spoken lay beside him. Everyone in the market, those who'd come out to see. A man in a car rolling to a soft stop. 
all asleep. Asleep. Yep. This was the first like manifestation of her her power. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I didn't say. I didn't call it power. I just called it her light. I called it like. I, yeah, I guess I called it her light. I didn't know what else to work. Because like, it wasn't like... It was kind of yeah. a power, but it like wasn't a good thing. And it, I, obviously, all, all these people, they're not asleep. Dead. They're dead. <laughs> they're gone. So she refers to it as her light. Yeah. And so, like, everything... Everyone's dead. Like, and not just, like, the people that are, like, right around her. Like, she walks through her town and, like, everyone. Everyone. I don't... I don't know. She took out the entire town. Yeah. Including her brother, her father, and her mother. <clears throat> yeah, because her brother was with her, her dad was at the mosque, and her mom was at home. She ends up she ends up going, like, after she wakes up, she ends up going back to her house. And I th- she stayed there for, like, three or four days. Mm-hmm. And while it was going on, like, they, like these bodies are decomposing. Yeah, because she comes home and her mom, like... When she walks home, like, and everyone's just asleep, like, asleep. cars and stuff, like, um, and so she goes home, and she goes to her brother's room, and she, like, he's got, like, some stuff that he was carving, like, a bird. He, he had carved a Sankofa bird, um, and she yeah. breaks it, and she's like, this sucks, and so she, like, makes herself some food that her mom was in the middle of cooking, and then she just goes to sleep, and then she uh, wakes up, and she's like... As, as she, you know, she starts, she basically starts, she decides to take, to walk. She's like, I can't stay here anymore. She understood that they were dead. Like, poor baby. She also said that while, while she was staying in her house, there was a, just a shit ton of flies yeah. and stuff. And she said every time that they would be there, she, when she got angry, the light would come and she would kill all the flies, but then more and more would keep coming. And it was just like an endless cycle, a cycle. 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 <laughs> so she's like she's also like really into like mythology specifically greek mythology she's a greek mythology book and so she decides that she's gonna start walking and so she takes a bunch of stuff like clothes a couple items that she liked like her brother's like sankofa bird her book his carvings her mom's earrings um some shea butter uh that her father had um and so she she thinks that this is like happening because her seed got taken from her and yeah. S- and so she's like, it was mine. It got taken from me, and I'm going to go find it. I'm going to go get that back. Yeah. Because if it wouldn't have gotten taken from me, none of this would have happened. Yeah. So she decides to leave her town, which is called, oh, I'm going to butcher it. Oh, uh, Wulugu? Yeah, I would say Wulugu or Wulugu. Wulugu. Uh, and she's, she starts her journey, you know, next town, mm-hmm. trying to find her, uh, her seed. On the road to the next town, she... She comes across a man that's just trying to be nice, really. He's like, hey, do you need a ride? Because, you know, you're walking. Well, (laughs) also before that, like, her town, like, obviously is like a busy road. And so as she's walking, her town has been, like, closed off by the military in the three days that she's been in her house. Um, And she just, she basically gets in a tree and just uses tree cover to be like, fuck all this. I'm out of (laughs) here. She basically splinters that and just like. Yeah quietly sneaks out anyway yeah so then she meets this dude you may continue <laughs> yeah so then she meets this man uh and he offers her a ride uh she, she tries to ignore him at first but then she's like fuck it i might as well get a ride to the next town yeah and she goes to get in the truck and as soon as she touches the truck it just dies yeah just kaput like it stops working yeah so this man like starts freaking out and he's like what did you do this truck is like all i have it's my livelihood yeah 
and he smacks Sankofa. Yeah. She does not remember that her name is is, is Fatima. Fatima. Yeah. yeah. She like, as soon as, I think it's like almost as soon as like it happens and she wakes up, like she's just like, I don't know who I am. Like, does not remember her name. She can like, she doesn't remember her name, but she can remember like her brother and her parents and all this stuff, mm-hmm. but she doesn't, rem- she only just doesn't remember her name. Yeah. And so she calls herself Sankofa. Yes. After the birth. And so, yeah, he, he, he smacks, he smacks Sankofa and apparently like the, the green is like basically her body's defense mechanism, like how to protect itself. Yeah. And so she involuntarily <laughs> dusts this man. Lights that man up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> she instinctively, her body just instinctively is just like, and light. Yes. Yeah. He, he calls her a witch and she just, yeah. I think that like the only thing left of him is just it has to be his i think it was his his jawbone it was his jawbone but it says the top or bottom she didn't know and it's just like you can tell it would, it would have to be the bottom it would have right? to be yeah. the bottom <laughs> bottom jawbone because if not it's just if it's not it's just a skull <laughs> like you i mean even if it was like even if it was the top you can tell because like your your bottom jaw is like pretty self-contained like it's attached with like tendons and stuff yeah. and muscle yeah. and there's none of that if it was his top jaw like you would be able to see that there was like that it was not a complete item (laughs) i get that she's seven but it bothered me (laughs) that she was like (laughs) she was like top or bottom are you really no clue (laughs) really gonna shit talk this seven-year-old that just got smacked after murdering her entire village hello my name is darby and i'm a bitch (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe it bullying kids left and right (laughs) so after after she dusts this man she ends up going into the forest for like a week just days she's very self-sufficient yeah yeah for a seven-year-old like okay she does get some pretty bad diarrhea from the water yeah because she's just she's like because i'm pretty sure she's like shitting in the water eating random stuff yeah she's like eating drinking random stuff probably shitting in the water she's probably shitting upstream and then drinking downstream like It did say that she got real bad diarrhea, and then afterwards she would just go wash off in the creek. So yeah, yeah probably drinking that same same water. So she's she's pretty self sufficient. She doesn't die, obviously, but yeah, she's <laughs> she's not perfect. So while she's uh in the forest by herself, she ends up having a dream about her aunt. And after she has that dream, she basically is like, she basically uh cements her goal in like I'm gonna find this fucking seed mm-hmm. because this shit's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and on her way to uh <laughs> you know her walking journey uh she's going through like a bunch of different towns and she goes through one town where someone tries to like steal her bag and then drag her into an alley and then, like drag her into an alley which i assume to Not, like, sexually assault no her. nothing good uh and after after that happened People just, like, start giving her gifts and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and they just, like, start giving her offerings, I assume. Yeah, this is over the course of, like, years. Yeah, this, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the whole, like, uh, story takes place over five years, six years, I think. Because uh, mm-hmm. she starts when she's, like, seven. And I think she starts when we get she's, to she's 14. Seven, so it's like yeah. seven years. All, all told. Yeah. Um, all in total. 
but yeah, so she she's like walking and people start giving her gifts because she's she's starting to get like a reputation of like there's this weird child who's kind of green sometimes. Also it's bald. This weird little green girl. Bald. It's a weird little bald green girl. <laughs> she's bald, but she took her mom's wig, but it's like way too big for her. <laughs> this little alien baby walking around killing people. <laughs> um, and so she starts like she has to start like she starts getting gifts from people because they're like, let me give a gift to this witch who could kill me. Um, <laughs> but also she starts like taking on her mother's like affect and being like like when she like wants something, she like starts taking on her mom's voice of like, I'm standing taller and straighter and mm-hmm. I want this thing. And like yeah. basically being very um she starts to feel powerful. Yeah. She's like uh she basically like she demands it so she gets it <clears throat> yeah basically um and she can also like kind of like feel the seed um yeah she can feel a pull from the and seed. so she's like trying to catch up to it but like she kind of like knows where it is but also she's like on foot because she can't get in cars or anything <laughs> she kills she just kills technology um and also she she keeps buying shea butter from people so that she can keep her skin supple because the the greenness really dries her out. Yeah, the, the light <clears throat> dries her out. Uh. <clears throat> yeah, I also liked, she says, uh, this line, um, after she has her dream uh, that she's like, I'm going to try and find this thing, she also says, I will stand up straight. And in that stream, all alone and naked with no family or loved ones, Sankofa stood up straighter. And she just like, that was like her moment of like, I am power. She is inevitable. Inevitable. I am the Senate. <laughs> is that what Thanos says? He says, I'm inevitable. Yeah. Okay. I am inevitable. Well, I didn't watch, so I have no, I have no idea. I, you what? I can't believe it. Oh no, why did my notes end? Uh, <laughs> this is also when they mentioned COVID. <laughs> oh yeah, because uh, the Ghanaian government is like, they quarantined this town because they have no idea what happened. Um, yeah. And also like, and then they're just kind of like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, he's like, that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look over there. She says it like it's like been erased from like all GPS like locators and everything. Yeah, like they're just like app. Eh, Basically, this, it. this town just doesn't exist. Oh no! <laughs> what? I was reading on my work laptop, and I switched to. Uh, I'm on my personal laptop right now, and my note like it didn't sync. So like my notes, I don't have any of my notes past chapter six. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't believe it. It's fine. That's okay. I, I, it's they're on my. Fine. If I have to get my other computer, I can get my other computer. I'm trying to see if they're on my Kindle. It's fine. But I'm like, I like resynced it. And I was like, oh no, this is bad. While you do that, <laughs> I'm gonna continue on. Okay. Or do you want me to wait? Uh, no, you can go. <clears throat> uh, all right. So after that, uh, she. She finally ends up catching up with the Eye Patch Man. Mm-hmm. At this point, it's been five years, and she finally catches up to the Eye Patch Man. And when she catches up to him, he's in like this big lavish house with these 
two Mercedes, I think, in the uh, the driveway, and she like walked past and touches them, so they die, so he can't get away from her. I didn't even catch that. <laughs> like very like action movie esque. <laughs> yeah, she's like fuck off. Uh, and so he he just like he he invites her in the house because you know like what can he do? He's dying of malaria. He can't really get away from her. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, and you know, they're talking, she finds out that he doesn't have the seed anymore. He lost it when he got sick. Yeah. And he has, he has no idea where it is. Yeah. So she, uh, she's, she's about to leave and he gets up and he like, he has a gun. He had a gun in the couch apparently. And he's like, even though I don't have the seed, I can't have you just, walking around <laughs> free trying to find me yeah because at, the, at this so, point it's been five years and he's like I, I can't live like this anymore like i I know i have malaria right now but yeah. like i can survive malaria i can't survive yeah. you. <laughs> i can't survive you yeah <laughs> i can't survive you uh <laughs> so he tries to shoot her but you know of course she's uh death's adopted daughter as they like to call her <clears throat> and she just she snaps this man away fucking yeah dusts this guy also uh, she does not leave behind very much. I think it's just a rib. Yeah, just a rib. And she said that was the first time that she killed someone out of a rage. Yeah, all the other times she's all done other it. Times it's because she was hurt and couldn't stop herself because she couldn't control it, or she was protecting herself. I mean, this was also yeah. protecting herself. She was mad, but like this is also protecting yourself, baby girl. Yeah, come on, baby. You know what it is. Oh, that doesn't make it. I don't know why. I just like mouthed my, <laughs> my microphone. I was just like, bop, bop, bop. Um, <clears throat> it's okay. And she, yeah, so um, she decides she, does, she doesn't want to go uh, find the seed anymore. She's like, you know what? The seed is bad. It's a bad seed. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad seed. <laughs> Shut, uh, Shut up. She says, you know, let it rot in hell. It's not going to take me with it. Yeah, she decides the seed is not a good thing, but an evil thing and she's like i'm done searching for it it's been five years yeah just gonna go as far away possible as i can uh and that journey leads her to robo town robo town take me down to robo town <laughs> <laughs> so robo town i don't know if they're named for this but robo town when she gets there uh they have a like nine foot robocop yeah just a big thick boy <clears throat> yes uh it's just it, it's a it's a <laughs> it's robo all watching uh, it's all watching it like scans people um scans all the electronics that are on them and it stares at her a lot and sends its drone after her because she has nothing because she can't yeah yeah because she kills technology <clears throat> so she can't have any sort of digital anything on her yeah um, and it, it's posted up at this intersection at the, at the front of the town that is apparently very dangerous. It's very busy. And so the RoboCop, like every, all the times we see the RoboCop, the RoboCop's just like, <laughs> you can cross, stop. Yeah. Cars are going right like, now. Wel <clears throat> welcoming people and shit to RoboTown. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so <clears throat> RoboTown is like, <clears throat> like, a, like a market town. Mm -hmm. 
it kind of reminds me of like a like a black market town kind of like a cyberpunk like black market town Mm -hmm. and when she gets there she's walking through uh like the central district i guess and she's just enjoying people not noticing her yeah because there's so much shit going around going on in robotown that people aren't noticing that this little green girl is just walking around robotown also she's regularly glowing green not just because like she can stop it but like she's regularly glowing green because mosquitoes still love the shit out of her and so she's constantly like (laughs) yeah glowing green because they're trying to attack her trying to kill them yeah (laughs) uh but you know all all good things come to an end and someone notices her yeah (laughs) that's when everyone starts like fucking freaking out because they know that she kills technology yeah (laughs) and there's just like all of these people have electronic booths, basically. Yeah, dude starts like, dude like grabs all his stuff and then tries to run and then trips and then tries to grab all his stuff again, <laughs> trying to get yeah. away from her. Um, she's just standing. She's not doing anything. They're just like freaking out yeah, at her presence. Yeah, she's just chilling. Um, <laughs> so she starts, she starts walking uh, and she comes to a shop uh, called Mr. Starlet Electronics. And it's got a long line outside of it. Um, And they sell, they kept talking about jelly tellies, which I I think, I didn't quite know what jelly tellies were. It seems like they are, they (laughs) are TVs, but they're made out of like a gelatinous substance, which disgusts me. Yeah, that you can like, which you can like stretch. I don't know, because they, they describe it at one point in the, uh, (laughs) in this, in the book, but yeah, it's like a, a TV that you can, like, stretch out, I guess. Yeah. Didn't like. <laughs> Did not like. Yeah, made me uncomfortable. Um, <clears throat> so she sees this line of people, and they start to notice her. Uh, and some people are, like, uh, like trying to leave because they <laughs> see her, and they're like, oh, shit, that's Sankofa. Uh, she's dangerous. Um, but some people are like, I don't want to lose my spot in line, but I'm also still scared. <laughs> yeah. Some people are like, I've been waiting out here for three days. I'm not leaving. Yeah. And so then this lady at the front of the store uh, is like, you're smaller than I imagined. Uh, and she's like, Sankofa's like, well, whatever. Uh, maybe, your, maybe your imagination <laughs> isn't big enough. Is this your shop? And the lady's like, impressed. Throwing out zingers. Yeah. The lady's like impressed because she was like, most people think that it's Mr. Starlet because that's what it's called. Um, but it, I, 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 I couldn't call it Mrs. Starlet. Yeah, <clears throat> she wanted she had to call it Mr. Starlet. She felt. Uh, turns out we learn her name is El Haja. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she, <laughs> she smokes the devil's lettuce. Oh, yeah. She's smoking weed. <laughs> Sankofa says this was the type of cigarette that made people see God, slowed down time, and attracted happiness. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was phenomenal. I I didn't realize, like, I got, I, I didn't get to the slow, I had to get to the slowed down and attracted happiness part where I was like, oh, talking about weed. Because, like, sees God, I was no, like, I don't it. know, whatever, that could be anything. Um, but <laughs> slowed time, anything. I was like, I know that. Okay, understand. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, so you know how 
you read something and then you think, damn, I got the perfect person in my mind that could play this part if they ever made it a movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who? What? A- Angela Bassett. Thousand percent. Oh, as Alhaja? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thousand yes. percent. Just very like no nonsense. No nonsense. Does what she wants. Bad bitch energy. Very much. Okay. Yes, I agree. Thank you. I just thought I would throw that out there. Um. Uh, <laughs> so she, uh, Alhaja, takes her into her her shop, and then eventually into her home, and uh, she offers her a bedroom to sleep in, and offers her food. And apparently she really likes Orange Fanta. Yeah. Everywhere she goes, they're like, we <laughs> yeah. heard you liked Orange Fanta. Do you want one? And she's always like, yes. yes you heard correct. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you heard correctly. I would love an Orange Fanta. Uh. Uh. Alhaja <laughs> 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 invites her into her home. Um, and she's kind of like, you know, she feeds her. Uh, they have a, a a little talk about like, you know, Sankofa, and um, then Alhaja is like, "Hey, it's my busiest night of the year because I have all these new jelly tellies that are like the newest line of jelly tellies. Like I have like the newest stuff, um, and." Also, I got a call that there are some bandits that are trying to, they want to come and steal all my stock. Yeah. <laughs> and Just these assholes. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're coming with guns. They sent his attacks coming and instructed me on where to leave the merchandise. Because um, they are not, they're, they're pros at this. And Sankofa's like, she, la- like, she laughed. She's like, oh, I know what this is. You won't be <laughs> She's like, cool. to kill them. I've, I've dealt with this before. Yeah. Because uh, apparently <laughs> I've been here before. Apparently, some other shop owner, like despite being afraid of her, was like, "Hey, can you just like come stand inside my store so that these people don't come steal all my bikes I'm selling?" Uh, <laughs> yeah. And just just her being there for a couple of days was just enough to keep people from from coming by. Uh, and so Sankofa's like, "Cool, I'm gonna take a nap. Wake me up when they get here." <laughs> yeah, w- wake me up when they when they show up, and then we can handle business. Yeah. Which, yeah, happens. So she wakes her up, the shipment arrives, and there's like this huge line of people waiting for their, their new jelly tellies, all their new mobiles or whatever is coming, all this whole shipment of technology. And then just these, I think they're like in red, I don't know, they're like wearing like bandit clothes. Yeah. And they show up, they're, they got dreadlocks and stuff, they got guns, and they're like, I can't believe you didn't just give us your merchandise, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And they don't seem to and notice Sankofa. Yeah, they just, they don't care. Yeah. Either they don't see her or they don't care. Yeah, they're like, fuck this child going to do to us. Um, but everyone in line knows. They're like, oh shit, that's Sankofa. Some people start taking out their phones to record what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, some people run because they're like, don't want to be here for this. Um, <laughs> and so Sankofa... Uh, Alhaja is also like not backing down like she's trying to like handle it on her own where they're like you know yeah you know they said you know do what women do take a step back and let us take and she was like maybe you're thinking of your own failed mother I am not <laughs> the one 
Angela Bass coming with the heat. Angela Bass said, "I am not the one." Um, That's what I'm saying. I got. She gives me real Angela Bassett energy. That's what I'm I saying. I can't. I can't not see it now. That's what I, the whole time I'm reading it, I'm like, yeah, this is Angela Bass. Yeah, to the fullest. She's like, my stuff is the best. Like, I know why you want to steal my stuff. I know my jelly. Uh, <laughs> my favorite is the upgraded jelly jelly, <laughs> which you can purchase. The gel is stretchier. It smells like flowers instead of chemicals. And the picture and sound make you feel like you're right in the movie. And it holds up better in the heat. You may get in line <laughs> and purchase my stock. But you ain't about to steal it. Yeah, you ain't about to do nothing. And then they're like, bet. And they start coming in. <laughs> and they throw like some sort of weapon. And it hits El Haja in the arm. Mm-hmm. And then Sankova's like, bet. And she just kills him. Yeah. She just like stands in front of She releases Al-Hajra her. Like, and it's just like, pew. pew. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. That's what a light sounds like. <laughs> we don't know what it sounds like. I don't think it sounds like anything. Imagine if she could like shoot it like lasers. Pew, 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 pew. That'd be sick. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so so after that happens, uh Sankofa ends up moving in with Alhaja. Mm-hmm. And so she's there for a couple months. Uh and then Alhaja brings her to the the town mosque, mm-hmm. I assume. Uh she meets Sister Kumi who wants to help her suppress her light yeah um so that she can live a normal life yeah she's like you're evil make you lot let's make you less evil and i'll make you less evil Sankova's kind of like conflicted because she's partially like yes but also i'm not evil um yeah i've only done this to protect myself other than that one person um Uh, other than that eye patch dude but he deserves yeah um and so she basically, like, they pray, they say um, yeah. the 99 names of Allah, which wasn't something I'd ever heard of. Um, yeah, I didn't know what that was. And then uh, Sister Kumi's like, and you're going to start wearing a hijab. And yep. so she comes out of the, after they do their, their prayer, um, she comes out. And she's wearing a hijab over her, over her wig, <laughs> over her, her too large wig, uh, and she's got a smile on her face. She's she's happy about the about it. Yeah, she's she's happy that she can live a normal life again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we we jump to <clears throat> a year later, so. Sankofa's been living with Alhaja for about a year at this point. <clears throat> She's even made some friends mm-hmm. with some of the uh some of the kids from the uh, Robotown. Mm-hmm. Um because she's at, she she continuously is asking people about uh the RoboCop because she can't do her own research because she kills technology. She can't go on a computer. <laughs> so she's got to take the yeah, she got to take the fucking Shoelace Express and ask pe- ask people about it. I wish I, I wish that we could see, like, what the bounds of that are, because, like, can she wear gloves and do it? Or is it just, like, anything she, like, or, you know, with the gloves not 
Mm-hmm. I, I was. You think maybe it's just like skin on skin contact? Yeah, I hadn't. I mean, like skin, like skin on contact. Yeah, I, I wondered if if like gloves would have helped with this and and made it better. Um, but basically, yeah, she she wants to do more research, especially because the RoboCop is like kind of obsessed with her. Uh, Continuously following her with a drone. Yeah. Just like always, always behind her. Um, and, you know, also the kids were like, they thought she was kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> they also wanted to party. The town's like very much like a footloose town where like you don't get to, like, partially because of the Robocop, but also because of uh, the this mosque. Like, the town is very much very religious very yeah. much like we don't we don't do parties and so they have like flash parties which i thought was really funny yeah that is that is pretty cool um but talking to the the kids and finding out different information she finds out that the robocop was programmed by sister kumi yeah sister kumi was a she... engineer it was like an electrical engineer uh and then yeah. she married the imam and uh, stopped doing that mm-hmm and um, Sankofa is seen picking some avocados, and they sell the avocados, and they make a good bit of money. Mm-hmm. And and the we still we get like another piece of like timeline on this because they mentioned the the twenty twenty before because when her town was decimated, they were like, oh no, is this another like illness pandemic like in twenty twenty. And this says that the yeah. RoboCop, the town has had the RoboCop for, like, decades. Um, and it's a very sophisticated, yeah. like, AI. Um, Super sophisticated. And so it's probably somewhere in, like, the 20 hundreds, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, like, deep in there. Um, so they make a good bit of money. And now Haja gives her more money. She said she, it's more money than she's ever had. Yeah. And she ends up going into the market uh, because she wants to buy some new uh, fabric fabric for a dress. Yeah. But while she's in the market, she comes across a vendor selling a little wooden box mm-hmm. that she knows what is in that box. Yeah. Because she can feel it. <laughs> and this guy does not want like she walks up to him and she's like hey can i have that and he's like get away from me i'm doing stuff i'm busy you're a child <laughs> yeah she's like this is for big men with big money and so she starts she starts glowing green and she's like give it to me <laughs> and he's like all right yep there you go that's for you and she's like okay have here's fun. some money <laughs> and she overpays him and he's like I, I wouldn't ask for this much and she's like just take it because well, he had told her he was like she was like i can i can buy it and he's like you don't have enough money for this like this is something that like only like super rich people can purchase like rich men can purchase and so like after she threatens him and he gives her the thing she gives him the money and he's like well no i wouldn't have asked for i didn't know you had this much money that's <laughs> way more money than i would have asked for yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so she takes it and she gets some food and she goes to like a a clearing or whatever and she's about to eat and once again here's this little drone hovering around her studying her like it's been doing for the past year and she's like i don't have time for this today she's like come closer don't want this and it does and she touches it and it dies yeah and then a dude sees her and he's like 
Hey. Hey. Hey, what'd you just do? This hey. town <laughs> loves their RoboCop because their RoboCop, like, brought a lot, like, kind of, like, elevated their town. Like, once they got their RoboCop, it, one, made their intersection, like, way safer because they had, like, yeah, you know, they haven't had accidents there since they got the RoboCop. And also, yeah, when it was, like, created... A lot of like neighboring towns and stuff are like, whoa, this is super interesting. And so like they they started getting a lot of like tourists and trade happening there. Um, and so they like polish it like every couple days to make sure it's like clean. Yeah, they like <clears throat> they keep it in tip top shape. Yeah, they basically like worship this RoboCop. And so <laughs> when she <laughs> <laughs> she kills it, when she kills the fucking drone. The guys, like, hey, it's important to me. What's going on here? <laughs> Hey, why you do that? Uh, <laughs> so she ends up like running back to El Haj's house. Yeah, and on her way, um, she hears like a a crash or something or some kind of like loud noise. She, yeah, she hears some commotion <laughs> at the intersection. Um, and she runs into the shop, and El Haj is like, "What is happening?" And she sees the drone, and she's like, "Get upstairs! What is happening?" <laughs> yeah, what is happening? <laughs> Uh, so she ends up running upstairs. She ends up like taking a nap. She like ends up falling asleep. Yeah, she's like exhausted being. <laughs> it's like whew, I'm exhausted being me <laughs> killing killing this drone and stuff. <laughs> yeah, being me. I'm exhausted being me. And she gets she gets woken up because uh, there's people outside the shop and they're like, "Bring out the witch!" Like this is her fault. And it turns out that um, the drone when she when she broke the drone. Uh, RoboCop got distracted for a minute because RoboCop was like, what the fuck is this thing I can't see? I can't understand doing. And he got distracted and gave a green light at the same time as he was telling people to walk, pedestrians to walk. And a seven-year-old was hit by a car and killed. Yeah. Uh, And when they... They're, they basically, like, get a mob together yeah, and, like, walk her out of town yeah. <laughs> because they're like, this fucking witch, dude, yeah, got this little boy hit. Yeah, so she, they're like, get out of town. Like, we hate you. You're the worst. Um, especially after the RoboCop is like, it's her fault because I was distra- I've was i been distracted by her, like, really the entire time that she's been here, over a year. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> so st- he's like, <laughs> the RoboCop's like, <clears throat> because... I need data to do my job, but she doesn't have a digital footprint, so I don't know anything about yeah, her. Yeah, like, I, I know nothing. Uh, and so the mob starts closing in, and Alhaja starts to, like, try and protect her, and she's like, hey, hey, guys, like, calm down. And it starts turning on Alhaja, uh, and then <laughs> they're like, uh, get out of town, you're the worst, you're a witch, you're evil, you're the devil. <laughs> um, and they start throwing rock. The mom of the kid who died start throwing rocks at her. Throwing rocks. And so they like start closing in on her, and she's like, "They're like leave, get away." As they like close in on her, and yeah. she's like, "As they make the gap smaller, she's like, let me, let me go.' <laughs> she's like, "I'm trying to leave, but you won't let me." Oh. And then they just start beating the shit out of her. Yeah, they start throwing shit at her. Um, and so. Green light going. But she doesn't want to use her. She, she doesn't want to use her light because she's like, I don't want to harm the people of Robo. Yeah, they're already mad at me. Because this is, yeah, they're already mad at me. I don't want to. I don't want to make it worse. <laughs> but you know, they're beating the shit out of her, and she can't control it. Yeah, uh, and so she tries to like suppress it, 
Um, and she suppresses it enough that she only kills ten people. Yeah, she only kills ten people. <sighs> one of whom is Alhaja. One one of whom is Angela Bassett. <clears throat> yeah. And that made me sad. Yeah, at Hotel Aja would be fine. Um and so she she runs out of town. Um and she as she's as she's walking, um the Robocop follows her. Um Yeah, one of the drones follows her. Uh and the Robocop is like there's like this company called LifeGen, which I think is a pharmaceutical company. Um and it's been mentioned by uh the one eyed man and it and like kind of in passing <clears throat> as like this pharmaceutical company yeah. that's like a little bit shady. Um and the Robocop is kind of like, you know LifeGen is like I'm I'm taking this data for LifeGen. And she's like Yeah. You've been spying on me for LifeGen and it's like you're confusing and LifeGen studies you and then it's going to find out what you're useful for. Um, and then it tasers her. <laughs> just, yeah, it just tasers her. <laughs> and she was like, I thought drones so, can do that only in the movies. Which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> so after she gets tased, she ends up waking up in a shallow grave. <laughs> they thought she was... Not, not knowing how she got there. Somebody just put her in a shallow grave. They just buried her. <laughs> Yeah, it makes me think of the stepbrothers thing. It's like, what are you doing? I'm burying you. (laughs) (laughs) It just buried her. Yeah. Uh, But when she when she woke up from being buried, she found out that she could eat more easily, control her her light. Yeah. She's like, ah, cool. I have like a little bit more control over the intensity of it. the, The Kind of like yeah, the direction of it. The distance. Direction, distance. Uh, she's she's frustrated at this point with the seed that she now has. She's like, you've brought me nothing but pain. You suck. And she, try, she tries to crush it with a rock. Yeah. But it just, it doesn't work. Yeah. It just sticks to its guns. And it's like, I'm here forever. Also, she wakes up in this shallow grave. Partially because a vulture is trying to eat her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And her fox about the vulture. and her fox is just like standing there on the side, just like yo, stop it, stop, stop that, <laughs> stop, it's, stop. It's just like stop yip, trying to eat it's her. just like yipping next to her, just like hey, cut it out, stop that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, okay. uh, we didn't talk about Moving Peck so much, but he was great. I love Moving Peck. <laughs> Literally did nothing. <laughs> yeah, he did nothing, but he's just great. The fox added like <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Zero. Speaking of the fox. <laughs> apparently she had another pet which was like a cat yeah i forgot to mention that oh yeah it was sad <clears throat> that wasn't really relevant to the story it just <laughs> yeah the cat died yeah it was it some dudes it was murdered attacked her and killed her cat and so yeah. she had to ghost them was... and uh <laughs> <laughs> she had to ghost <laughs> she had to send them to meet jesus um and so yeah moving moving pick is just uh he follows her but like he's not always like he's not like a pet pet like he'll he'll follow her but like sometimes you turn around and he's just like gone doing his own thing yeah, yeah. uh but he's like he, he just follows around. her around 
Yeah. He's all he's ever present. Yes. Um and she tries to get close to him and he'd be like like she's like, Why are yeah. you here? Like, are we friends? And he's just like, eh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye. I'm gonna go do my own thing now. Yeah. Uh <laughs> so after she tries to destroy it with a rock, that doesn't work. So she's like, you know what? I'm just buried this motherfucker. So she ends up burying it like a foot underground. Mm-hmm. And then she just spend seven months in the forest again basically yes that is exactly what happened uh she again very self-sufficient for at this point it's been five years so she's i guess more than six years so she's like 13 um and she smells smoke in the area one night and so uh, she realized that there's like three, like there's like some farms around her and she realized that there's these three old farmers uh, who just get together every couple of weeks and like shoot the shit at night. Yeah. Just hang out. Yeah. And so one night she's like, hey, can I hang out with you guys? And they like knew who she was. Um, <laughs> we're kind of afraid of her. Uh, but they were like, it's cool. It's whatever. Um, Basically, they were like, what happens on the farm stays on the farm. Yeah. <laughs> like that's their motto they're just like uh and so their first night they ask her questions about like what she can do and stuff and then after that they kind of don't ask anything they just like let her hang out with them uh when when they get together um and then they just start giving her fruits and vegetables so she can like just different supplies grow um which i thought that it was funny that she uh (laughs) she she said that, like she didn't really know uh they didn't know that she could take care of herself um yeah but she was like <laughs> uh but the supplies were good and she was entitled to them being who she was <laughs> yeah <laughs> she knows her worth Sankofa she is knows nothing if not humble that's right <laughs> <clears throat> but uh one night when she's walking back from uh the fire the bonfire <laughs> with the farmers she gets like this weird feeling mm-hmm. like she's being watched as she's walking through the forest. Yeah. Uh, and then she, then, <laughs> then she realizes she gets her first period. Yeah. She gets her first period. And of course she's like, and then she's never like, she's been alone since she was like seven. And so she's like, not really sure like why she's bleeding she's like i didn't get hurt because i would have like i'm not glowing right now i'm fine i don't understand yeah. what all this blood is <laughs> she was like if i would have scratched myself that badly i would have noticed yeah and then just a leopard <laughs> just <laughs> drops down out of nowhere and was like what's good yeah uh and she's like oh no <laughs> and just she she turns and she Fucking books, books it. it. She turns and she books <laughs> it. And she's like running through the woods and trying to escape this uh, this leopard. And then she has this moment of clarity where she's like, wait a minute. Do you know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I know who I am? She's like, she's like why am I running? <laughs> <laughs> why am I running? Why am I running? Why am I running? At this point, at the point that she realizes like why she's running, she's already made it to the highway. Yeah. Like the, like the highway. And she falls... <laughs> And the leopard, like, jumps out, and she glows as hard as she can, but the leopard just continues to, like, step forward, like, yeah. it doesn't die. Uh, and she's like, I don't understand 
why why uh and a bat comes by and she can't like the bat's dead <laughs> the bat dies yeah a bunch of beetles walk by and the beetles die <laughs> they die um <laughs> i don't i don't quite understand what happened uh i don't know i know that she basically she's like all right cool i guess this is when i die uh, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go be with my family again and then after she accepts death the leopard just like starts wobbling and then it dies didn't understand that and i was like what yeah i didn't i didn't quite understand what happened <laughs> there either that her powers just get faulty for a second yeah and then uh moven pick uh yips at her and then lets her touch him for the first time and she's like yeah that was a nice moment. yeah she's like oh i guess we are friends <laughs> she she pulls the what are we on <laughs> on this fox yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> never spoken what to are her we? um <clears throat> and so then she pulls her light back in and uh then she realizes that there is a bus coming right at her because she's standing in the road uh um, <laughs> yeah she's in the middle of the road and it slams on its brakes uh <laughs> yeah and everyone gets out and they're like you know trying to help her like are you good because she's been in the woods for seven months yeah. so, so she looks rough <laughs> So some bot, some people end up giving her like some clothes and some money. A lady gives her some maxi pads. Yeah, she, they're she's like, like, do you know how to use this? And she's like, yeah. I got they're it. like equal. Par- I mean, they're afraid because they also know who she is, but they also like, yeah, think that she's supposed to be dead because they thought that yeah. Robotown had killed her. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's also been missing for seven. Months. Yeah, she's just been gone for seven months, and they like Robotown was like, we buried her, and she hasn't been seen again. And so some of them are being helpful, and some of them are like. Uh, no thank you i'm just gonna stay on the bus and she is kind of like i can't she's like thanks for all your help but i can't stay here because uh people are gonna start looking for me because uh yep. obviously y'all know that i'm i'm in this area and it's not a very wide area um <clears throat> <laughs> yeah and that woman gives her the maxi pads and she's like the lady's like you you get what this is right and she's like yeah i know like it's a period i'm already 14 like it's a wonder it ha- hasn't come before. And the lady was like, cool. Do you know how to use these pads? And she's like, totally. Yeah. And in yep. her head, she's like, yep. I can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, trial and error. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so after she gets all her stuff from the bus <laughs> people and they leave, she goes back into the forest and she digs up the uh, the seed. She washes off and then she, she leaves again. Yeah. On, on another journey. And basically this is when we start to get it like, you know, she's as she's like on her journeys, like she's starting to hear some of the rumors, stories, legends, stories legends. about her. Um, and they basically call her the adopted daughter of death. And like the legend is that like when she was a baby, she was born to dead parents and her parents were like, well, we can't take care of her. So, hey, death, because we're dead because of you. Uh, here's your baby this is your baby now and so death like took care of her and now she goes to town to town snatching lives sending them to her adoptive mother and yeah so Sinkov was just like going around towns like sometimes like people don't recognize her as much anymore yeah don't know why 
<laughs> but like you know at one point like she goes to like a school full of children and the teacher's telling the story of Sankofa and she's just like in the circle listening <laughs> and then a bunch of like teenage boys are hitting on her and they're like hey we can save you from Sankofa like <laughs> yeah, we fought we, we fought Sankofa and we can we can protect you and she just like rolls her eyes and walks away because they're being stupid <laughs> because they're stupid and the only thing she doesn't like about that the stories is that they say that her parents left her and she's like my parents would have never left me my parents love me very much great parents great parents but all this journey is just she's making her way back to her hometown um basically yeah and when she gets back to her hometown it people are living there again Mm -hmm. but it's not the same obviously it's it's changed um she says most things are not the same um and it seems that it seems like life gin mm-hmm. has set up a presence in this town yeah because <clears throat> they have like a like a new fancy hotel and like a, f- a pharmacy and stuff like that yeah and so everything is like kind of connected to to life gin now um and she also think like she seems like a, a tree and they've they've said like Africans aren't lab rats, so obviously like Life Gen doesn't have a great. I mean, as I mean, I don't think pharmaceutical companies trying to base themselves out of Africa would be received well today either. Yeah. It's kind of just like using black and brown bodies for science experiments. Yeah, was was <laughs> the Tuskegee experiment? Right? Yeah, well, there's lots of them, but Tuskegee I think is the biggest one. Yes. Yeah, the... <clears throat> there's Henrietta Lacks, who they just straight up stole her cells. Didn't pay her her family for a lick of it. Thanks, Big Pharma. Yeah. So she ends up going back to her old house. And it's abandoned. <clears throat> no one's living in it anymore. Yeah. Uh, it seems to be the, it's the only thing that's abandoned. Like, it's been like... Yeah, it seems like it's the only house that's abandoned. It's been gutted, but nobody lives there. Even though there's like... They've just yeah. built new houses like around it. <clears throat> Across the street and shit. So when she gets home, she ends up going back to the backyard and... <laughs> she she like digs a hole where the where the seed originally fell. Yeah. And I guess like the tree branch like snakes up her arm. Yeah, it comes like the, like she like digs the hole and the tree branch is like, "All right, give it here." <laughs> hey, give me that back. Um and and so she gives it the box and it just like the tree just goes crunch. <laughs> goes, <laughs> just takes it. And after that, she she finally this was the first time that she said her her actual name mm-hmm. in five years. So yeah, she she remembers that her name is Fatima. Yeah, and she she puts the box in the hole and she spits on it. And she's like, "You're not a gift, you're a curse." Yeah, good riddance. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then she ends up going inside, falling asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then the next, I think she's there for I don't know if she's there for days or I think it's the next day. Yeah, and she uh, uh, she wakes up. Go ahead. Uh, she wakes up and she goes outside and she ends up climbing the tree. Mm-hmm. And at the top of the tree, she's looking out over all the fields and she can see under each of the trees, a green light is glowing. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know what's going on, but she's like, she doesn't know if Life Gen is going to harvest these to do anything with them or if like this is still some weird like alien shit. Yeah. But she ends up shining her light brighter than she's ever shined before, mm-hmm. which I assume is her destroying all these seeds. I, 
I interpreted that differently. But, but that's the end. Yeah. That's the end. Of yeah. The, it says, uh, it literally says, she brought forth her light when she did. All the seeds glowing in the bright soil brightened. She pushed her light to grow brighter. The seeds brightened more, then some more, then even brighter. And this time she did it on purpose. I interpreted that as she said, like, because she's talking about how life gin had entrenched itself in Bulugu. And she was, she said, were they going to harvest them international corporate level remote control? I don't know why they call it remote control quite. Yeah. I think like a review said that it was probably something like you kind of like give a name to something when you don't understand it. You just give it a name to like the closest thing you can think of. Uh, and so when it says that <laughs> she, she burned brighter and then she did it on purpose, I thought that she had mm-hmm. wiped this town again and took out life. Oh, gen. you think? Yeah. Maybe. I didn't really know how to interpret the ending. I had no I had no clue how to interpret the ending. Like like I read it and I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> um Okay. But yeah, that was the end. Yeah. That that was that was the last the last bit of the story. Thoughts? Feelings? Out of five? I give it a three. I enjoy what, it. What are, what is it gonna take you to get a four star review? I need something that's gonna change my life. I'd give it a three and a half. I I base it out of like three is like yeah, I like this. I'd read it again. Mm-hmm. Four would probably be like, I really enjoyed this. This is something that I would definitely read again. Yeah, and then I think we both agreed that five is like, can't stop can't, can't stop thinking about it. Like, yeah. sticks with you. Can't put it down. Book hangover. Yeah. Like. Book hangover. That's right. Yeah. Um, I would give it like a three and a half. <laughs> That's fair. I respect um, it. I think that it was, it was pretty well written. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I just wanted, I don't know what I wanted. <laughs> I I also thought it was really well written. I like the way that she um described uh the setting and um uh, the imagery mm-hmm. in the uh in the world. I like the idea of afrofuturistic. Yeah. I thought that the afrofuture it, it it's a very interesting setting because it had all these like elements like sometimes like not afrofuturistic, like just futuristic. Well, it's kind of yeah. like the past doesn't exist anymore. Um, mm-hmm. That culture doesn't exist anymore. But this is like clearly like very far in the future. But, you know, Ghana still has like all of its culture. It still has these like theme, like, you know, it still has all these themes of like, yes, there are jelly, jelly tellies and like super smart AI Robocops, but also yeah. all of this cultural like, all the tradition is still ingrained in yes. them. You, you saying this, this is basically, <laughs> this made me think of Wakanda. Yeah. It's very Wakandan. It's very Wakandan. Or like they, they, they still have the same like opinions about like, like, you know, like they're calling her like a witch and saying that she's like, you know, like they're talking about spirits and things like that, but they also have all this like yeah futuristic technology. And I, I, I yeah, really like that tech. aspect of it. Yeah, like like I said, I thought it was really well written. Uh, it wasn't super long. It was easy to get through. I think uh, I read somewhere that this was her first book for like an adult audience. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know that I would consider this. Uh, this felt more YA to me. This didn't. Are you saying young adults are not adults? What? Well, when I think of why, <sighs> okay. So when I think of YA, I think of they've kind of had to make like a subgenre of YA that's like new adult. This is 
YA in like Hunger Games is YA because she's not an adult. Like yeah. I wouldn't consider her to be an adult. Like she's no, essentially yeah. a child for the for the vast majority of the book. Like yeah. yes, you are correct. So I would I would consider this to be I think YA more in terms of like like her age. Like we spend a, like a lot of the book. I mean, a lot of the book touches on her from the age of seven to like fourteen. But I think that like the important like it starts with her being fourteen. Like that's what I consider to be YA, as opposed to like new adult, which is like you know you are. 18 to 20 and i think that's something i've seen more so in like i mean i don't want to say i've seen it more so in like romance the new adult kind of thing but um but i consider it to be more like yeah i i i just wouldn't consider this to be uh an adult book but it does yeah it does on her website that she wrote this for it says adult i wouldn't consider this an adult book i don't think that there's anything that's like because i don't cause, i don't know i want to say that like i don't consider it an adult book because like as opposed to like someone else's secret or no exit like those are adult books they deal with adult themes and the theme of this book was actually not that advanced like i i would give this book like i would give this book to a middle schooler who enjoys science fiction there's no there's no themes in here that i would say like aren't appropriate for like a fifth grader maybe the writing but like not even that <clears throat> what are you looking up oh i was trying to find the article i don't know maybe i'm wrong also, it's a novella, which I guess makes sense. I told you. Yeah, it is a novella. This is not... They don't make adult books that are less than, like, 300 pages. They don't do it. All right, Justin, do you have any other thoughts about this uh, this book? Are we going to, you know, try and find your uh, your article? Uh, no, I gave up. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I don't... I mean, from what I already said, like, I, I like the way it was written. Uh mm-hmm. It was a very interesting concept. It's not something that I have normally read, and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Uh, you know, let's yeah, it was solid. open it up to the audience. Like, if you guys read this book, email us. Let us know your thoughts on it. Uh, we'd love to We'd love to know yeah. what other people thought about this book. You guys can find us on Instagram at what did we just read, Twitter at what did we read, uh, or you can email us at whatwereadpodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to read along with us, see what books are coming up, or grab a copy of a book we've already finished, you can check out our Amazon Book Club page. Um, just search for What Did We Just Read. We have all of our books coming up and also our past books, and it's a really easy way to just like click and boom, you'll be taken to like a purchase page for the books. Um, so we have our next few books coming up. Uh, if you guys love us, give us a five-star review, share with your friends, keep listening. Um, we will see you guys next week um what are we reading next week justin next week is the checklist so hope you guys enjoy that one that one is going to be a i believe the checklist is a romance novel it's my pick so probably if i had to assume (laughs) (laughs) if you had to guess then yeah probably yeah (laughs) if i had to guess i'd probably say that it was it was a romance novel um any final thoughts anything you want to say to the people at home we love you guys we uh hope you guys keep listening and uh yeah that's about it all right hope you guys have a a good night a good morning uh whenever you're listening to this good year good year good day good month good second good minute (laughs) good second (laughs) good millisecond good century (laughs) century uh good decade hope everything is good if it's your birthday happy birthday happy birthday if it's your birthday yeah (laughs) (laughs) no i think that's it yeah okay uh we'll catch you guys next week uh with the checklist. (laughs) Goodbye.